kind of a heavy am I wrong today, but man, if we didn't get some great input on it. We really, truly did, especially people that have been through this, and sadly, I think a lot of people seem to go through yeah. it, at least according to the calls and texts. That was really good. <laughs> then, the drunkest thing you're going to hear maybe ever. Oh my gosh. Thank you to everyone who texted in encouraging messages that they've been that drunk too. The yeah. only difference is I get recorded when I you'll just have to hear drunk dial. It was it was gross. There's, Shout out to the Edmund Fitzgerald. There's <laughs> there's no other word to describe it but gross. But fun. It was. You know what? Let's just get into the podcast. Kelly Wood. Am I wrong is when somebody is struggling with something, so they call us up, tell us all about it, and then we get to judge if they're wrong or not. That is why we have Haley on the phone with us right now. Haley, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Yeah, so here's the situation. Um, I recently had my first child. Um, Congrats! And I'm, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a huge blessing. I'm very happy about it. I'm just going through a bit of a hard time with the baby's dad. Um, basically, when he found out that I was pregnant, he was like, I need to get a DNA test. And I was like, dude, we've been together for, you know, a few months. Like, I'm, I'm not that, that kind of girl, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I know for sure it's him. We were together. We were exclusive and everything. However, he's now just like totally backing out, being a little baby about it. Mm. I know it's coming from his mom because his mom has never been a fan of me. And so I'm just like, I want to tell him, like, dude, you need to man up and, like, help me pay for the child support and all of these new expenses I have, right? So I'm like, I want to tell him that without getting a DNA test. Now, can I ask a few questions, Kelly? Is that all right? Uh, yes, please. And, you know, and obviously, first of all, thank you for sharing this with us, because obviously it's a pretty massive deal. Yeah. I mean, you're going through a lot. I guess my first question, can I ask, how old are y'all? I mean, how old is he? He's 30. Okay, so he's old enough to know better. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Now, is this your first, uh, I think you said it was your first kid, right? It is. Is it his first kid, too? It is. Okay. How old are you? Am I allowed to ask? I think I am. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm also 30. Okay. okay. Oh, so does he get angry when you bring it up, or how does that conversation yes. go? He, he gets angry. He shuts down. He's like, I don't trust you, all of this. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, we were together. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but it's just weird that he would just... D- does he not want it to be his? I mean, what... I guess. I mean, I guess so. And I think that also, like, you know, his mom has planted a seed in his head, you know, that, like, I'm the problem. But if you're a 30-year-old and your son is not manning up to pay the bills for a child that he helped create, then I think that you have a bigger issue. I'm not going to lie. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's, I mean, 18, whatever. I mean, it's still whatever. I, and I don't want to get into all that. Yeah. But my whole thing is you've got to do right because this is the most important thing that you can do in your life is be in charge of another yeah. human being. And I don't care if it's birth or adopt or whatever. When you are in charge of someone, you've, you've got to, you've got to answer that bell when it rings. Yeah. Do you have a support system in place? At least if for some reason, let's say this Luckily, guy, he did just be a knucklehead. Yeah, luckily my family has been very supportive, awesome. but you know they're just as fed up about the situation as I am. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, I can imagine watching my child go through something like this. I, I th- oh man. And can I ask? I mean, I'm assuming you guys are no longer together, correct? No, no, okay. no, no. no. At what point in time did you guys break up? When I when I got pregnant. <laughs> oh, so he found out you got pregnant, and then he he hit the door. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh. Yes. 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 I know. Okay. I know. Well, I, I mean, I, I, geez, if someone says you're wrong, so what? Well, let's boil it down because there's a lot, there's a lot of twists and turns here. So you just want to know, okay. you want to know, am are I you wrong, wrong for which part of it? Not, am I wrong for not wanting to take a DNA test and just expecting him to help me pay? This is a, this is a heavy one because I mean, like I get it. Like I mean, because if you go get the DNA test and it comes back as you would expect, I, I then what? You know what I mean? Right. Like it's almost if, especially if a guy who hit the door running when this all kind of came down. I don't know this guy. I'm not. We're not getting his side of the story, but he kind of seems. Can I say it, Kelly? Go ahead. He seems like a piece of junk. Yes. All right. And yes. thank you. You would think having a child, especially at the age of thirty, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Wake up. It's time to stop hiding behind mom. You've got to handle your business, but. She didn't call for us, Kelly. No, that's why what we're going to do right now, Haley, is we're going to put you on hold, okay? You'll be able to hear all the calls and all the texts that come in. Are you wrong for expecting him to pay child support without a DNA test? Yes. All right, hold on, Haley. Thank you so much. Ah, boy, this is a tough one right here. A lot of texts coming in and phone calls. So that's what we need. That's what Am I Wrong is all about. So get on the phone. Let's help Haley out. 320-656-9453. That phone number will work no matter where you are listening. And we're going to get some help for Haley right now. And am I wrong? Haley got pregnant with a guy she had been dating for six months. Uh, She wants to get some child support from him. He wants her to have a DNA test first. She says, no, I don't want to do it because this is your kid. I'm not the kind of girl that needs to go get a DNA test. Mm -hmm. So she just wants to know, is she wrong for not wanting to go get a DNA test to prove to this guy that this is his kid? Right. What were you saying? She is very wrong. Um, What's... Is it the intrusiveness of a DNA test? Why wouldn't she want to get one? To I, me, when you say you don't want to get one, then you have something to hide. It's not intrusive. It's like a mouse swab. Yeah. I mean, if they were only together for a couple of months, he probably doesn't know her from Adam, just like she doesn't know him that well, apparently. To yeah, think right. that this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you been through something like this? Um, I was a single mother for a very long time, okay. and I, I, I didn't need to do a DNA test. Um, I just, why wouldn't you? I okay. guess I don't understand why it's a big deal to do it. That makes sense to me. Hey, we appreciate the call this morning. Yeah, have a good day. And I feel like a lot of people are, are saying, like, she's not wrong for not wanting to do it, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, this might be what you have to do. Yeah, and uh, there's... A lot of texts in that same vein. First of all, everyone that's texting in that this guy's a loser. I, we don't know his side of the story. Right. But that is the preponderance of text rolling in. Other people that have gone through this, and I'm going to leave names out of it, uh, says, look, if it's a struggle now, it will always be one. I have gone through this. Oh, it sucks. My son hasn't really seen his dad since he was a baby because he didn't want to be a part of it. So you know what? Fine. It's always going to be a battle with your ex. Sadly. God, I can't imagine that. Uh, other people are saying, like, look, hey, if you want to chase him down and do all this, you're going to have to jump through a couple of hoops. But be careful, because then you're going to tie yourself to this guy. Yeah. 
But if it's, I, if it's I only that part, boy, I, I, if it's I, I, like I can't even wrap my brain around this situation. But mm-hmm. if it's only financially, then okay, fine, you're tied to him. But at least you get some help. But I can't imagine being a single parent. Um, my right. old my old co-host was a single mom. She had three kids, mm-hmm. and her life. It was so hard on her. Like, I just can't even imagine. Uh, a lot of texters are also kind of pointing out that why are you hesitant to get this done? Like, we're taking her word saying, like, look, hey, this wasn't me. But if there is some sort of question, maybe you get it done to prove that he is, in some texters' words, the A in yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> right. And kind of almost say, all right, fine, here it is. I'll do this and show him that he's right or show him that he's wrong and kind of put an end to it. Other people texting in saying, look, there's legalities in all this. Now, look, we're not Mike Bryant. No, we don't know one side or the other because we've had some people texting and saying he must or she must get this done. Other people saying, no, it's not. Other people saying, hey, if he wants it done so bad, make him pay for it. Maybe he then backs off on that. I have no idea how expensive that is. I don't know how all this works. We're starting to get in the weeds here on this, but let's keep it to the, is she wrong for pretty much saying, no, I'm not going to jump through these hoops. Right. Exactly. All right. We got another person sitting on hold, wants to talk about it. What's up, man? So I'm a single parent. Uh, We were together when, uh, uh, you know, conceived and then recently or shortly after broke up. And, you know, there was question kind of in my mind on whether or not a DNA net test needed to be taken or not. But, you know, I think the decision was just made to, you know, uh, if this is something that I did, I wanted to own up to it and, and move forward. And we have never been to court. We have never had any, you know, really big issues, never had a DNA test. And, you know, we're 10, 11 years into this process now okay. and haven't had problems since, you know. And I think the big thing is, is, communication in the in the early stages of not having uh fights and not having arguments and stuff like that and just talking as adults and human beings instead of enemies uh you know from the get-go you know she she's kind of got to go into it first with that attitude you know hey i'm not here to hurt you i'm not here to take things away from you i'm not here to do this that or the other thing i'm you know simply just trying to get the situation figured out and you know, I'd like for you to be able to see your child and, you know, if you can keep things civil and keep things out of out of the government's hands, it's it's a little bit easier to just handle it. Well, good for you and your significant other there for, you know, putting it all aside for your kids. That's what you got to do. Absolutely, man. All right. We appreciate the call, brother. All right, we're going to take a few more calls, a few more texts, and then we're going to get Haley back on the phone with us to give her her judgment. Am I wrong? Is she wrong for not wanting to have a DNA test to prove to this guy that this is his kid? Kelly and Wood. Haley got pregnant with a guy she had known for six months. Now she wants some support from him, some child support from him. He says, no, go get a DNA test first. She's saying, no, I don't want to. I'm not that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So we're asking, is she wrong for not wanting? Oh, she's asking, is she wrong for not wanting to go get that DNA test? Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of texts coming in on this one. And again, keeping all names out of this, because people are sharing things that they've gone through. And the last thing I want to do is blast somebody all over the radio, right? Yeah. Uh, but how about this texter? She says, I knew 100% that my oldest son was his father's, mm-hmm. but he wanted a DNA test. And I said, absolutely, you pay 100%, and I'll agree to it. Okay. And sure enough, it got done and was right. A lot of texters going through that. Other people saying, like, look, hey, if he's going to pay for 18 years, I think you should probably be entitled 
to making sure crossing the T's and dotting the I's, even if you are sure of it. That's true. Uh, other people, the the payment of it all, like, look, if he's willing to step up and pay for it, go ahead and knock it out, especially if you have nothing to hide, and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. And then at that point in time, and a lot of people, again, we don't know the legalities of it all. I'm not going to pretend to act like I know. But if people are saying that if you do get that DNA test, then he's locked in. Like, there's no, oh, okay, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Right. And people are saying, like, look, this is fair. If you're going to go ahead and go after him for this, you got to go ahead and at least give him that. I think we got a good judgment here, Wood. I think so. Let's, should we get her back on the phone? All right. All right, Haley, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, and am I wrong? Your judgment today. So, Wood, I would say people don't necessarily think she's wrong for not wanting to get the DNA test, but it may be a necessary hoop you have to jump through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, the good news is you said you have a good support system around you, which is great. Um, I don't think it would be bad to reach out to a lawyer. You know, of course, Mike Bryan from the Law Offices of Brad yeah. Sean Bryan are always on call. He's a good one to check in with. And, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the most important thing in your life is that baby. And yep. sometimes that means swallowing your pride and doing something that you think is stupid yeah. um, to appease someone who is stupid. Uh, because then again, if you do jump through this hoop and he does throw up the, okay, well, then what's next? At this point in time, you're stacking up quite a case of this guy just being a complete deadbeat. And then you let the law kind of go after them if the, if that if that's the case you know what i'm saying we're we're, we're, right. we're, getting, we're getting one side of it yeah. but you love the baby right of course it's all yes. that matters yep. you know what i mean and i kelly you're a parent yes i am i'm a parent i know there's other parents out there listening um this changes your life there's a lot of things that i said i would never do and whether or not it's my kid asking me or my wife <laughs> asking me about the kids the kids change your perspective Kids change your whole outlook yeah. on things. So, yeah, it may be stupid to jump through this hoop for this boob, but get it done, and then, you know what, because you're putting your kid first, and no one's ever going to hold that against you. Right. Well, I really appreciate your help. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck, Haley. And pick a better boyfriend Thank next you. time. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> it's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So, Selena Webb is a self-described Halloween lover. She's one of these people you drive past the house and you think, dang, that's a lot of work to put all that out for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, her latest Halloween display had a bunch of skeletons. Her theme this year was skeletons. So, she had skeletons c- crawling out of the ground. Galore. She had skeletons carrying caskets mm-hmm. around the yard. Just a lot of death skeleton-related things. Well, the other day, there's a knock on her door. Neighbor says to her, neighbor's been neighbors with her for a long time. They don't speak much because he's from Russia and he does speak English, but his English is a tad bit broken. Okay. So, but he explained to her, hey, my dad was just diagnosed with cancer, terminal cancer. He Mm. probably has about six weeks. Oh. He's like, is there any way that you would consider taking down your Halloween decorations? He's like, it's just, all all it is doing is just reminding me that my father's dying in six weeks. Now, at first, Selena Webb was like, yeah, right. I'm going to take down my decorations because your dad has cancer. And works so hard to put everything up. Right. But she said that she took some time to ponder it and was like, you know what? This guy is going through an absolute devastating tragedy in his life. Is there anything I could do to maybe not take this down, but not make it so morbid with all the headstones and the coffins (laughs) and everything else? So she didn't take the skeletons down, but what she did do was give them things like badminton rackets or make it look like make it look like they were suntanning out in her front yard or like they were playing a game of catch. 
So she said, if and the, and the guy came back over and said, thank you so much for putting this effort into making this display now something that makes me laugh when I drive past it, mm. as opposed to something that makes me, that reminds me that my father's going to pass away soon. And she said that she honestly thought it was a better display putting the skeletons doing funny things as opposed to the scary thing. It is in my mind, yeah. I would laugh. Yeah. There was a there was kind of an inappropriate one, but it was funny that someone had a skeleton like on the pole of their front. Like it was almost like a stripper pole. Doing a little dance. And like another skeleton was holding money. Now that's a little inappropriate, but funny nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so Selena said that this actually gave her a lesson in taking other people's feelings into consideration as opposed to what she thinks we do too quickly in society is just say, hey, I, this, has, this is none of your business. I don't care what you think. Right. So I think it's an awesome story that she put in all that work. And it's a great thing to see neighbors being neighborly. Right. She said compassion and kindness are free. You can give out as much as you want. That's good. That is a good story. And that comes from Rachel. So thank you, Rachel, for sending that in. That was awesome. Yeah, if you ever see anything, you can always sh- shoot it to us. At, you know, the Kelly and Wood Instagram or Kelly and Wood Facebook page. Either way, it's a real easy way to reach out and help us out because y'all see this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, it's out there. And especially when you start to look for it, man, you'll be amazed at how, how often these kind of things pop up. You said it, my friend. And we'll do these stories every day, man. Got to. It ain't, it ain't nothing to it but to do it. And it's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was happy hour. All right, it's time for Minute to Win It, where Wood throws out a topic. Me, Brian Riley, and Wood, we all got to come up with things in that topic. Within one minute, the last one to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. Mm-hmm. What do we got today, Wood? I want to go to the Animal Kingdom. All right. I want jungle animals. Oh, I thought you meant Disney World. No. No, no. Animals that reside in the jungle. Okay. Okay. I think we can do this one. Shouldn't be too hard. Animals that reside in the jungle. Minute to win it. Is everybody ready for me to hit the start button on the timer? I hope so. All right. Let's do it starting now. A lion. Okay. The Bengal tiger. How about a toucan? Ooh, that's a good one, actually. A tiger? You know, I bet you could find a mouse in the jungle. Well, yeah. Are they called? Uh, they're probably called something else, though. How about an orangutan? Okay, insects. There's a lot of oh, those. Oh man, that just took, <laughs> here, that took 90 percent. Here's of wood with the broad Welcome. answers again. <laughs> hey, I, I, I paint you guys into a corner, All and right. then I strike. I got one. Animals. <laughs> Don't make a mockery. <laughs> How about squirrels? You know, there's got to be some squirrels no. in the jungle. What the hell? There's all what jungle trees. are you going to? There's all those trees. You mean tell me there's not a single squirrel in no, the jungle? There's no squirrel. They have no defense mechanism. Uh, yeah, they do. Rabies. <laughs> do they actually have rabies? How about oh, yeah, they do. silverback gorilla? Okay. Oh, how about bats? Bats are in the jungle. That is that is one. A um, baboon. Ooh, a hippopotamus. Oh yeah. Howler monkey? Alligator? I can buy that. There's a swamp. I got one. Oh. I got it in the holster. Frog. Anaconda. Mm-hmm. Dang it! Oh, yes. You got it! You flew too close to Dang the sun, it. Brian Riley. Oh, that was a good one too. <laughs> I had anaconda and python left on my list too. Ooh, yeah. My anaconda don't want none. Yeah, but hey, they got Ice Cube or Ice yeah, Ice, Cube? Ice Cube. Who? Who? Oh yeah, he was the movie, in they got Anaconda. J Lo, J Lo couldn't get. Right. It. She couldn't get got though. J Lo was good. Is that movie any good? No, no, oh, okay, no. But I did actually uh, hear that there was a guy. He was in the rainforest searching for big anacondas, and he stepped on something that moved. And they were saying that the tribal people. It was probably about two feet wide. It was an anaconda. Holy There's Lord. anacondas that are two feet wide that we don't know about. Haven't we seen before, like, they'll show, like, a, a front-end loader or something will hit an anaconda, and there's, like, a human being still inside or whatever? Oh, yeah. 
Isn't that wild? And like they brought one back and the people go, that's a nice, you got its kid. That's nice. And they thought it was a huge Annika, they're like, nice, you got a little one. Isn't it weird that's on Earth? Like that's that's <laughs> yeah. that's on our planet that that's going on. And you guys think I'm crazy for wanting to live in one place my entire life well, and never want to venture out. Well, you're, you're just lazy. I'm just saying, there's not a like an anaconda well, in the streets. I can you almost might go, you might go on a tropical vacation and get swallowed up whole. You never know. I guarantee I'm not going anywhere with that. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flags. We're headed to Florida, Michigan, my friend. Youper trash. Not the butt crack. Cheater trash. Oh, no one cares. I do. Well, no one cares about your sports, though. Here we go. We have a 53-year-old man, Shannon Sexton, mm. being released from prison. Hey, good. He served his debt to society. Right. Did his time, ready to be eased back in and run with the big dogs again, right? Yeah. You would think. Now, you're probably wondering, well, what was he in prison for? Well, he was in prison for bank robbery. Okay. That's a big one. Well, sure enough, he was put back out there, but he was put on parole. Now, what did Sexton do? Did he go get himself a job? Probably worked hard for the rest of his life. You would like to think so, but no. Instead, he headed down to his local bank. Oh. Now, was he walking in there to check interest rates? I'd like to open an account, please. Maybe figure out what FICA is? Who knows? Well, he was going in with bad intentions. That's because he entered the bank and allegedly handed the teller a note saying, give me all the cash in the drawer or everybody gets it. That's a good plan. This was on his walk home from jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you can imagine, the teller said, oh, cool. Here, here's a couple of bucks and hit that silent alarm. As Sexton fled the bank and ran towards a gas station with an undisclosed amount of money. But the problem was he was wearing neon yellow green hoodie, a blue face mask, and dark sunglasses. Going to be tough to shake the fuzz wearing that. Nothing suspicious about that character. As you can imagine, he was quickly picked up. Now, here's the deal. As I told you, he was on parole for his 2014 conviction of robbing a federal bank. Yes. His parole was set to go to 2025, so he's going to have to walk the line for a little bit. That didn't work. Not really, like 18 months. <laughs> now, here's the deal. His last time in prison, well, he got arrested that time for being on parole for, you guessed it, a bank robbery the previous time. This guy's a one-trick pony, man. Yeah. He, so, if you're counting at home, that's not one, not two, but three times he's been busted robbing a bank. Two of those, by the way. <laughs> On parole. He needs to figure out a different crime he can commit. One that he's good at. I, I was about to say, he's 0 for 3 on bank robberies. Right. He's being held on a million dollar Ooh, bond. Yikes. Mm-hmm. He may have to rob a bank to pay that. It's not good. Yeah. If you just let me out, I can probably get my hands on that money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm, okay. Are you ready to score this one, Wood? Come on. Getting out of jail, nothing trashy about that once you've paid your debt to society. You'd think. But... Getting out of jail because you robbed a bank while you were on parole? That's trash. Seems it. I'm going to get that 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, robbing a bank on your walk home from said release from jail. 
trashy. That's real trashy. That's 200 points right there. Um, I'm, you know what that outfit he was wearing? You mean the neon yellow green hoodie, blue face mask, and dark sunglasses? That's trashy. I don't care what you say. Yeah, you got to go with something a little more nondescript. Yeah, I'm going to get that 125 points right there. Uh, the fact this was his third bank robbery, failed attempt at robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. 200 points on that right there. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested again. That's 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I missing here, Wood? Come on. It feels like it's trashy to have a million dollar bond. Okay. I'll, I'll co sign. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, y- you definitely aired somewhere. I'll give him 150 points on the million dollar bond right there. Okay. All right. Oh, good score here. Are you ready, Wood? Come on. Today, our gentleman thrice busted robbing banks earns himself a whopping 900 points. Trash. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. One of the things I really love about The Simpsons is that my kids are watching it now. And it's just, it's like we have so many inside jokes from the golden age of The Simpsons, which I would say was season two to season 11 is when it was just amazing. That's when Conan O'Brien was writing for them. Mm-hmm. And those shows are just genius. Oh, yeah. But why did Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons, decide to make them yellow? You guys want to take a guess? I'm going to guess just because it's Hollywood. It has something to do with cost. Okay, that's a good, a like good the guess. Cheapest ink. I'm going to say because it's more visible to see on TV. Whoa. Well, Wood, you're wrong. Brian Riley, you're almost right. So the reason why they were yellow is because he thought there's no way anyone's going to watch this. And at the time, the Fox network was completely trash. Like, it was failing left and right. It was bad. So he thought as people are scrolling past the Fox network, maybe their eyes will be caught by these bright yellow figures moving around. And they'll at least pause for a second. And maybe I can get a joke in in those few seconds that I have. Smart. And and people will stay with it for a minute. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That's so smart. I know. And I never knew that's why they were yellow. I thought it was just like kind of a, you know, it's almost skin tone, but not really. I will say the change they did with Homer from the first season to like the third. Yes. Way better. When they took the focus off of Bart and put it on Homer, that's when the show got really good. Oh, yeah. He had that weird voice where talk like this. Well, it was the same, it was <laughs> it was the like same guy. Yeah. Hey, here's a Homer fact for you. His uh, email address, chunkylover53 at AOL.com. If you email that, you'll get an automated response like Homer right. thanks you. Homer is out now. Hold or on, something I'm doing like that. that. I I'm doing that right now. Okay, what's the email? It's chunkylover53 at AOL.com. I never again want to hear that you don't have any free time. <laughs> the fact that you were able to run that down. All, all of the stuff I learn for Maybe It's Just Me happens when I'm watching YouTube while I'm going to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm a, I'll go down a wormhole of just stupid facts or interesting facts or facts like these. Now, if you go back, like you mentioned, like Fox was uh, not a well-thought-of TV network. There were the big ones, right? There was ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah. Those were the big hoss daddies. Mm-hmm. Fox really kind of jumped into the scene like as a viable network with the NFL. Oh, yeah. When they went in their pockets and they got the... And I remember it was a huge joke. I was like, well, who are they going to get to call their games? Hell, uh, you know, is it going to be Simpsons? Yada, yada. Yeah. And then they got John Madden to do it. And it was, oh, okay, Sit this could be real. Sit down, be humble. And now that's obviously one of the four major networks. You know, go ahead. ChunkyLover53 at AOL.com does not send emails. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried. I didn't put the actual research into it. The, the, the email I sent was, I hope this isn't someone's real email. Dot, well, dot, dot. Now does, Kelly's got to go home, log into ChunkyLover53 <laughs> and answer that. Does AOL.com even exist anymore? Does AOL even exist anymore? 
Uh, that's tomorrow's. Maybe it's just me. We'll find okay. out. Up what happened to AOL? Like a year and a half ago, I found out my parents were still paying for AOL. Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> the only reason they were in business because your parents. I, I literally was. I was. I looked over their shoulder one time at their bills. I was like, "Hey, you, what are you doing?" Well, I want the internet. That's not the internet. <laughs> Do they still wait for the CDs to come in for the mail? <laughs> I got 15 free hours. <laughs> Let's go. I, I put an end to that. I'm picturing one guy working at AOL with like a just kind of a crappy office with a light bulb hanging from a wire. And every day he logs in to see if the woods are still subscribed <laughs> to AOL. Ah, uh, yes. We still got two. We can still work tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Hooray. Either way, I thought that was pretty genius that that's why Matt Groening made The Simpsons Yellow. Now, you maybe didn't find this one interesting, and that's okay. We can disagree and still be friends, but I will tell you that I'll probably have another one of these tomorrow, and you might not like that one either, but I'll say right to your face that... (laughs) Here's what's next with Kelly and Wood. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I got to be honest. Glad I'm not in that situation. No doubt. All right. We, have, we haven't played this game in a long time. We have Drunk Dial on the way next. Come on now. So this is where you call us up right now, no matter where you're listening, 320-656-9453. Now, at a music fest, I don't even remember where this was. Was this Wii Fest? Could be. I, I don't asked, know. I, wasn't, I don't think believe I was in the picture for this. <laughs> no, you were. I can hear you in the background yelling oh. in all of these. But either way, I asked some people some questions, and we're going to ask you the same question. Now, you can either answer it yourself, mm-hmm. or you can drunk dial and see if our person can get it for you. I'm going to play you something, Wood, though. Can we get in the trust tree for a second? I never leave it. I'm not sure who's more drunk in this drunk dial, me or the person that I'm asking the questions of. Oh, yeah. Here's the uh, here's a clip that I grabbed from. You know you know the old joke where I always say, I don't know if you know that I went to HVAC school? It's not a joke to me. Well, no, it's not. But here's me trying to talk to this woman who we're about to play drunk dial with. I'm, I'm just looking for a good one here. <laughs> you know what do you think about electrical? Oh, absolutely I do. I went to school for HVAC. <laughs> so he was no, like, that ain't the same as life. But I learned a lot about electrical there. I learned about conductor, relay, such and so and so. Oh my God, this is going to be painful, Whoa. dude. This is going to be so painful. I double check some of these answers. I listened to it this morning and I was like, oh, this is gross. Is that what I sound like? Yes. I'm, I'm swearing off alcohol at this moment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but if you would like to play Drunk Dial, then get on the phone right now, 320-656-9453, and please go gentle on me. Kelly and Wood. Please don't think less of me when we play this game. It's now time for a game of Drunk Dial. That's where we get somebody on the phone. We ask them the same questions that I asked an extremely drunk person out at a music festival. I believe this was WeFest. And you just got to either answer it yourself or drunk dial. Based off the tease there, I think we're in for a doozy. Just don't think less of me, okay? That's all I ask. If that's, po- if that's even possible. All right. We got Emily on the phone right now. Emily, what are you up to this morning? Um, just getting ready for work. Okay. okay. All right. That sounds good. You got a big day ahead of you? Um, just the average. All right. Status quo. I can dig that. What's wrong with that? Well, here's here's the deal, Emily. I'm going to play you the questions that I asked our drunk person. Now, you got to get best two out of three. You can either decide to answer them yourself, or if you think the drunk person got them right, you can drunk dial if you don't know the answer, okay? Okay. All right. The first question that I asked our <laughs> that the drunk person asked our drunk person was, How many days does it take for the Earth to orbit the sun? Oh, God. <laughs> Emily, do you know that answer, or do you want a drunk dial? I, I will answer that one. Um, 
365. Ah, very good. Nice, man. done. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if you would have drunk dialed if you would have gotten it right. How many days does it take for the Earth to orbit the sun? How many days is it? One day at a time. <laughs> Is that your answer? <laughs> Final answer. The correct answer would be 365 days. I like your answer. Take it one day at a time, though. As my grandpa used to say, take the good ones twice. That's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> my grandpa used to say, take it one day at a time, take the good ones twice. I understand how you couldn't understand. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. I want this to be over. All right, Emily. So you got the first one. All right. You just got to get two out of three. Are you ready for the next one? I asked our drunk person, which country covers the South Pole? <laughs> I think I meant to say continent. <laughs> country? <laughs> do they this have a flag? Is, this is just gross. Uh, do you want to answer that? I think it was supposed to be continent, not country. Uh-huh. Okay, I will answer. All right, and the answer is... Antarctica. Antarctica. Very good. I'm starting to think, Emily, you're too smart to listen to this show. Well, let's see. Let's see what would have happened had you drunk dialed. Which country covers the South Pole? I don't know, honey. What? I don't know, honey. I don't know no continents in the South Pole. Antarctica. Antarctica? Antarctica. It's all right. Antarctica. Did this woman know she was playing? Or were you just talking to her? I don't know. <laughs> I hate this so much. Woo-wee. Oh, God. Well, Haley, we've already gone this far in this match. By the way, her name's Emily. Are you drunk oh, again? What I say? <laughs> I'm sorry, Emily. Uh, do you want to see if you can go for the clean sweep? Let's do it. All right, the next question I asked her was, What was the name of the captain of the Titanic? You want to answer that or you want to drunk dial? Let's drunk dial. All right, let's see if she got it right. What was the name of the captain of the Titanic? That is pretty amazing. Jack and Rose, but the Jack captain. Jack and Rose. Who was the captain? He went down with the ship. He sure did. I don't know his name. His name was Edward Smith. Who remembers Edward well, Smith? He could be related to the Edmund Fitzgerald. His name was, his name was going on the bus. One of the what? Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. He went down in uh, <laughs> Superior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sweet fancy Moses. <laughs> That's like literally sitting at a bar listening to the dumbest people try to have a, phone, a conversation. I'm going to take my tab. In fact, I'm just going to pay and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, but you made all the right moves this morning, and you won in Drunk Dial. Yay, thank you. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day that we tack on the end of the podcast. Some hot toaster talk today. Hot toaster talk. <laughs> and what else? Oh, we talked about how kind of Halloween was a bit of a letdown for both of us this year. It was a little bit of a bummer there. It was. So, But don't worry. It, it gets better. It, we, we spice it up. We definitely do. It's our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Here we are, Kelly and Wood in the morning. Come on! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with us. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you chose to be here. That's right. You having a candy hangover at all this morning, Wood? I did not eat much. Really? Barely any. Now, that's shocking. 
All right, first of all, no, that's hurtful. <laughs> I am. I, the disrespect was coursing through your tone. If I hear nothing else this morning, I will be shocked by that fact. No, I kept it pretty easy. I was completely and totally bummed out by that. That you didn't eat a lot of candy? Uh, by, by honestly a lot of things that went on last night. Well, don't, but, don't get too much into it because okay. we, we still got to come back a little bit and talk about something. Can I bring up something, though, that did rock my world yesterday? Let's go. And you may even have this in your house. What it is. You got to get to your toaster. Okay. You've got to get to your... Do you, first of all, two slice or four slice toaster? Just two. I'm built for speed, not for comfort. What a fool. What a fool. <laughs> what am I making four pieces of toast? So here's the deal. Never. Last what night. Am I a short order cook? We, we, we had some people over to the house, right? I made a big old pot of chili, went over big, but I didn't have very much. Okay. I was too busy being the hostess with the most. Right. Right? Sounds like it. So I was like, all right, I, I need to get to bed, but I'm a little hungry. Go to the freezer to see what I can throw in there. Boom. There it is. My kids apparently eat Canada's worth of frozen waffles. Okay. So I've got an entire freezer packed full of waffles. And I was like, you know what? Did you have four waffles right before bed? I was like, I haven't had waffles in quite some time. So I got out three waffles. Thank you very much. Three waffles, right? But and then you went and laid down. Dude, these are Lego Egos. All right, they're they're not like big old. I'm just saying. I'm I'm now again, once again, shocked. Can that, I finish? Please? That you need three leg of Egos and go lay down. My wife stops me because I'm I'm just going to walk over. I'm just going to toss them in there and just hammer down. Right? Yeah. Drop it. Now I will be honest with you. I have had this toaster for a long time. Okay. I don't know how me and far old Sparky go back, but it's mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember buying a toaster pretty much. It has four buttons on the front. I have never once looked at them. Okay. Why would I? My, uh, my wife stops. She says, hold on a second. Hit the frozen button. Yeah. Brother, let me tell you. This opened up an entire new world. Because the worst how- part about throwing a toaster in the oven or uh, what the a waffle. Hell? <laughs> A waffle in the toaster, I mean? You're, you're all discombobulated, aren't you? It rocked me. Is You get that the outside is super like crunchy and burnt, and the inside still maybe just a tad cold. Yeah. This warm button proceeded to make the most perfect waffle I have ever had in my entire life. Point of order. Yes. You've never used your toaster before. I have, but I've always just hammered down. Because you're, you're just going. Yeah, you don't I have time to slow down and look about what's going on around you. What is there to do? You have the coils in there that heat up, and that's it, right? That's what I thought. Can, can I tell you what I... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your toaster story. I have barely touched the surface of what this toaster can do. I was gobsmacked <laughs> at, A, how good these waffles were, and, two, the difference that it made hitting that button. Yeah. I, I My wife actually told me, because I, she's sitting next to me, going through her phone and everything. And she I'm, said, "Your oh. life begins today." She, can you stop talking about the waffles? I'm like Andrea, you've got to, you've got to taste this. Get in here, kids! Wake up, the kids! I was blown away at this, and it kind of got me thinking: how many buttons around us every single day that we never push? Oh, on the microwave, there's tons of them I never use. Right. I, I just, I don't even know what they do. Like, what's defrost? Well, that's to defrost. <laughs> Nothing. Doesn't make any sense to me. The only two buttons I use in my microwave are start. And the numbers. And popcorn. Right. Because even start just puts on 30 seconds, so I just hit start. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. If I needed 30 minutes or 30 seconds. Doo, doo, doo. Can I tell you what upped my game on toasters? 
So say you're making a sandwich with some sourdough bread. You can't really toast sourdough bread because it'll rip your mouth to shreds, right? Mm-hmm. But if you hit the bagel setting on there, it only toasts one side of it. So now you can have toast on the inside, soft on the outside. Here we go. Let's do this, man. Hot toaster talk. Carrie text again. Our toaster has a frozen button. Have you used it? <laughs> have you used it? Call in sick to work today and stay home and make something frozen. And uh, but you know what? Can I say something funny about that? When I was a kid, we, you know, my mom would buy a bunch of bread and put it in the freezer, mm-hmm. and it sucked because you couldn't get it right in the toaster. I, you either burned the hell out of it or it was frozen in the center. Welcome. Your eyes have been opened. Well, I don't do that anymore. This is when I was a kid. Oh. I, and then it kind of got me bummed out because then I thought to myself, the only thing you're actually truly toasting then yeah. is bread. Because everything else well, you put in there is coming out of the freezer probably. You're right. Or bagel. It's got that bagel button apparently. Which Because then I started looking at the other buttons. Oh, dude. Use the bagel button next time you're making a sandwich. So what does that do? That only turns it, on like the burners on the inside? The inside coils, yeah. So my back doesn't get all black. Well, And then it's like if it's a bread that's maybe a little bit harder to chew when it gets toasted, but you kind of want that toasted warm flavor, it just puts it on the inside. Where you, and that way all your toppings don't make the bread soggy like your mayonnaise, mm-hmm. your mustard. Mustard, so on and so forth. I'm not gonna lie, you're making me hungry. For let's a go. Let's go get a Reuben, dude. I want to get a Reuben. <laughs> Jenna texted in. I had to teach my husband about the reheat button on the microwave. Oh yeah. What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know if my microwave has that. Well, doesn't the microwave? Isn't every button on there a reheat button? <laughs> I bet. Well, there's an initial heat and then there's a reheat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was a reheat button on the microwave. You're right, though. How, how many things on my TV remote control do I... Well, actually, my TV remote control is just a Roku one, so there's like eight buttons on there. But back in the day, you had the remote control with 75 buttons on it. You used... 10, maybe. And you were so scared to hit the SAP button because I right. didn't want to turn everything into how, Spanish? How do you get it back? I, good luck. Right. It blows my... And so, honestly, I I made that trek up to my bed with a belly full of waffles. Yeah. And I was just looking for buttons to press. I was flipping every light on how my this one? Your thermostat... I mean, my thermostat now, ever since Gilk Plumbing, Heating, and AC came and put a new furnace in, mm-hmm. the thermostat is super easy now. But there's even things on there where I'm like, I don't want to hit that because I'm not... And right. I... I don't know if I told you this. I went to school for HVAC. There's a rumor out there. I should know my way around a thermostat like nobody else. But especially, think. especially like the old thermostats, there were so many buttons on there I didn't want to touch. Mm-hmm. I never once set like a schedule on there or anything like that. With the little lever on the side? How well, did that, you get it up like two degrees Well, warmer? that's you, you would have to really, yeah. just really dial her in. Just barely tapping it. Other people texting in. Tabitha says, I'm going to go look at my toaster at work. I have Eggos in my freezer. Let's go. Hit frozen. Your world will never change. Carrie, we use ours frozen buttons. Bagel button works great, too. Here we go. Yeah. Hot phones. The, the, the bagel button was something somebody else did turn me on to. And I was like, wow. Jenna says uh, the reheat button on your microwave is so you don't recook the food. It warms it different so noodles and pizza don't get hard from being re- reheated. It, it hits different. I don't, I, now I need to see if my microwave has that. I'll be honest with you, Jenna. If you would have told me this fact 12 hours ago, before I had figured out the frozen button on my, my toaster, I'd have said you were smoking crack cocaine. Right. You would have called BS. You would have insulted a listener over this. I'd have deleted your number out of our system. Yeah. But now, we don't, we don't I'm need, intrigued. We don't need this tomfoolery on our show. I've never been more excited to warm up food in my entire life than yeah. today. I am looking forward to lunch so much more than I even thought possible. I, I, I believe it.
Well, would I, I? I love the story, man. I love your. I love your enthusiasm. And can I say one final thing on this? You got like thirty seconds. Toast is crazy underrated. No, it's not. No one hates toast. Am, Everybody loves toast. You, if you're if you're tad peckish and you're thinking about a snack, you never think of toast. I are you crazy? I always think of toast. I'm thinking of toast right now. I have never seen you eat a slice of toast because I don't eat a lot of bread. I'm not. I'm not knocking down three Legos or Egos before I go to bed. <laughs> you should try it. I'm not. I'm not having three waffles and then laying my head on the pillow, oh. syrup all in my mouth still. And what a sleep I had. Teeth just rotting away on you. Got some air in my lungs, ready to do it. I, I, I'm going to come right out and say something. Please. Halloween was depressing yesterday. That's right. I said it. Halloween was depressing. Mm-hmm. We had maybe, and this is on the high end, six kids come by our house. Jeez. I, it and we, was... were, we were sitting out in the driveway with a fire and everything. I was like, all right, let's not make kids come up our driveway, you know, up the sidewalk. Let's, get, let's go to the action. What? Dude, you've got to earn that candy. No, I, I, I was like, let's go right to the action. We're gonna, we're taking it to the streets, Jordan family. You're the problem with the kids now. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, well, not really, because only six came by. I, I was shocked last night. Uh, we had some friends come over, bring their little one. You yeah. know, we we threw some food on. It was gonna be a whole night. Because I told them, I even kind of popped off at the mouth a little bit. What's that? My neighborhood's popping. Right. My neighborhood's jumping. Set them expectations nice and high. And I, it, look, it wasn't just talking the talk. I backed it up because I bought not one, not two, but three gigantic box of gushers. Yep. I mean, I had like 130 gushers ready Re- to go. Ready for the children. And I'm not talking individual gushers. I'm talking packs. Right? Lo- you didn't get like a gusher. That would be disgusting. It's not like going to church and getting a little communion. No. Yeah. Full bag. That's right. And I think we maybe went through a box and a half. I... I- we were giving out like handfuls of candy to these kids. I, I just honestly, I think it was just too cold last. Oh, it night. was damn cold, and I don't know. Like my neighborhood is just dwindling every year. It's worse and worse and worse. It. I was. I was honestly. I was sad when it was over last night because mm. we had the bonfire going. Like I said, I was all excited because I wanted to do that. You know, I, I was never a huge fan of going door to door with the kids, especially when it's freezing cold outside. Right. My feet hurt, and it's you know miserable. Some of us who battle Raynaud's. It's even worse. It's a Tuesday, so I can't even have a drink while I'm out and about. You could. Well, you, you don't want me to drink during the week. No. We know this. Today would have been a mess. Oh, horrible. But So I was just like, all right, cool. We're going to have a fire. We're going to do some chili dogs. You know, just have a good time. And I was just like, I was. I felt bad for my son because my son was all excited his first year getting to hand out candy, and nobody showed he just up. just sat there like a hump. Yeah. And he was just like, can I go in the house? Oh, yeah, go in the house. No one's coming. It was a little bit of a... And look, from the texters, we're not alone. Jen said, I agree. Halloween is depressing. My first year, I didn't even see my kids. So maybe they were running around. How about this one? My in-law had 210... Dude! 201 kids. That's a that's a big number. So man. that was a busy one. Justine, we only went through a fraction of our candy, too. Normally, there are tons. Uh, Max says, I got five full-size candy bars. Good for... That's a good... That's, that's solid. That's a good number right there. That's not bad at all. So I, I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to it just being cold. I, I think that I, in my neighborhood, I know Halloween is dying. I, I hate my neighborhood so much. I, I hate it there. But I will say this. I looked down my street, and I did notice there were a lot of houses that didn't have their lights on. Right, mine too. That's why I was just like, dang, can we, can we all participate here so we can have some fun? And honestly, so this is why I'm bringing this up is because I'm wondering... If maybe there aren't as many kids, because it's actually it's getting too spread out. 
You know, like you said, if you're going to keep it in a location, like if I'm going to keep it in my neighborhood, but only one out of every five houses is participating, it may not be, the juice may not be worth the squeeze on that. Well, that's, you got to go down the street with the most lights, especially if it's freezing cold. Like you can't be wasting time just walking around willy nilly. Exactly. You got to hit the hot spots. Corey just said that. He says, look, I took my four year old out and a lot of lights off in Little Falls. It was sad. Sievert said we only had 10 kids. Normally we have about 40. So that a lot of it had to be the weather. I'm hoping. Dude, there was snow on the ground. I was just standing there like this. My son was like, this feels like Christmas. This doesn't even feel like Halloween. Yeah. And that's and so look, if you're and maybe the fact that again, I hate to keep bringing it up, but maybe the fact it was on a Tuesday. I know. Does kind of hurts us here as well, because I still want to get my kids in bed. I still got to keep my kids on somewhat of a routine. Yeah. They've got to go to school today. They've got to learn. Shout out to all you teachers today. Ooh, you got a hot one ahead of you. Can't even imagine what kind of nuclear fallout you're going to be dealing with today. But still, I was just a little bummed out. Sarah said, we've lived in a house in West St. Cloud for six years. Usually we got six to eight. This year we had 20 to 25. So they saw a a spike. On the rise. My kid went on rollerblades. Dave pulled in 15 pounds of candy. 15 pounds of candy? 15 I know. Okay. Still. <laughs> right. That's a that's impressive a bar- haul. That's a pillowcase full for sure. So, all right. I, now that makes me feel a little bit better. I was, right? you know what? You know who's going to make it the last Saturday of the month when, when the millennials and Gen Z's are in charge? They're not going to put up with this BS. You think? They're going to take it all the way to Congress. I guarantee it. We, we'll, we'll look to the children. They will fix this thing. Uh, Justine texts and she says, I am absolutely on board with the last Saturday of the month. I'm with you. Chrissy has a good point. With all the trunk and treat events, I've seen a lot more of those pop up. Yeah. Maybe door to doors becoming less of a deal, especially if you go out with your kids to one or two of those events. They get loaded up with a little bit of candy. You say, that's enough. How much more do they possibly need? Maybe. It, I, but either way, I'm going to be choking down a lot of gushers here. Well, that's the thing, too. I bought a bunch of candy yesterday because I was like, crap, we don't have any candy. It's my son's first day, first time ever staying home to hand out candy. I don't want to run out. So I bought a bunch. Mm. Didn't give away even 10% of it. Uh, Gene texted, we had 75 full-size candy bars left over. Dang. We had 76 <laughs> trick-or-treaters. It was the weather and expensive candy. Damn, how much do y'all spend on Halloween? Well, and maybe, and Gene actually raises a point here, and that maybe I'm being a little too hard on some people, that, hey, if bills are tight, and you're struggling to pay your car mortgage and your, you know, your, yeah. your note and everything, uh, sorry, maybe I do have to sit one out. That. 30 bucks on candy is 30 bucks. Especially with the price of groceries and everything. I can I can see it. It just, I, I don't know, man. My heart just breaks for kids. I regret spending even $25 on candy yesterday. Well, now. I'm going to throw it in the freezer for next year. I don't think that's how candy works. <laughs> oh, it's going to work that way. Oh, okay. oh it's going to work that They won't know by the time they get home where they got the freezer burnt Kit Kat from. Mm-hmm. I'll just assume it was. We got to go back and egg somebody, guys. <laughs> Whose house? I think I know. <laughs> I think I do. So is today Hollows then? If Halloween is All Hollows Eve, mm-hmm. is today All Hollows? I and look, we stepped in this last time when we oh, tried we did? to when we tried to move Halloween because oh, we had yeah. a couple people get upset saying it is some sort of religious holiday. A, a religious holiday? It's like a satanic holiday. Well, no, I think it has some ties to Christianity, and I, I should know this is a Roman Catholic. Right, you were an altar boy. But I don't know. I maybe wasn't paying attention that day in CCD. CCD? CCD. Yeah, it was like Bible class. Catechism? No, it was like oh. Columbus Church Diocese. I, I didn't pay attention during that either. 
<laughs> back like, so what you guys going for trick or treat? <laughs> when they hauling out them cookies and orange juice. Uh, Craig Texan, it's All Saints Day. Oh, well, happy okay. All Saints Day to everyone. There you go. Whatever that means. Look at us. Uh, should we do some history, my friend? Come on now. All right. I was really, really sad when I went to bed last night. Well, let's turn that frown upside down, sister. Thank you. I look to you for that one. It was on this day. I didn't know that this had been around this long. In 1894. How did Billboard become the juggernaut that we know it as today? The definitive music data chart that music enthusiasts and analysts use to log pop hits. Enthusiasts. Yeah, why can't she say that right? I don't I'm not her. That's probably like an AI thing. No, it was a real human being. I watched the video. But anyway, in 1894, the first issue of Billboard Advertising was published. Later, shortened to Billboard Magazine. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get all the music charts from. Find out who's at the top. Hot chart. And then you find out how manipulated all that stuff can be. Which is surprising then when you see an artist like when Morgan Wallen was on top of it forever. Yeah. It, that is actually a, quite the accomplishment, considering how often they kind of recycle those things through. And they try to do that. And right. then re- working with record labels was one of the most eye-opening things that ever happened when I got into radio. I was like, oh, so that's how it works. It is. It is. I'm, not, I'm not even going to pull back the curtain on that, because I don't know what's going on. That's, They'll that come for even, us. Right. I'm not even going to say nothing about it. They can get rid of us like that. You said it, brother. Uh, all right. Uh, in 1968, the rating of a film as assigned by the Motion Picture Association is designed to help audiences find entertainment that is suitable for them and their families. Amer- oh, America's film system was officially intro- introduced, originating the ratings at G, M, R, and X. And then they had to figure out, hey, there's there's something in between. Right. There's some middle ground here. Between G, G and mature. Right. So and then they came out with P. Parental, well, no, PG. PG was parental guidance, and then they came out with PG thirteen, which was obviously, yeah. of course, that and R. R restricted, and then X. Better stride, buckle up. I, but what? So, a Clockwork Orange was the first rated X movie. Oh, it was to be released. Why was there a I, bunch I of right? Was there a bunch of nudity in it? No, I think there's other. Honestly, I watched about fifteen minutes of Clockwork Orange because you know it's like, oh, let's sit around and watch this movie. Yeah, it's got an X rating, and then about fifteen I was, guys. This is too weird. I, I've got to leave. Isn't it? I don't even know what Clockwork Orange is about. Isn't I, it about like a dystopian future? Again, I watched 50 minutes something. and I, I can't tell you what it was about. Showgirls, I think, was also rated X when that came out. That was a wild scene. There was a reason for that one. That was a rite of passage that you had to, because it was Jesse Spano mm-hmm. from Saved by the Bell. And boy, you got the... And again, I watched that one just for, again, for research educational purposes. Right. Because it ain't often that an X movie comes around. And of course, I walked out of the room and said, yeah, that was definitely more than our guys. <laughs> yes. Good work here. I remember watching that with my girlfriend at the time. And it was like, what a hey, date movie, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drop you off early if that's okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> but I just remember watching it because obviously we were Saved by the Bell fans. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, hey, Jesse Spano's in a movie. A.C. Slater didn't pop up in that one. <laughs> Not, or well, Screech. We don't know who popped up in that one. Well, Screech made his own then. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Right, it was on this day, Wood, in 1999. Life is short. It's all so sweet. There are a lot of people that we meet in as we walk through, through these shallow halls. But the thing that means the most are the friendships that you meet and take along with you. In 1999, Walter Payton died of cancer at the age of 45. Yeah, so sad. And, of course, the impact he left on football, of course, on the field was huge. But now, off the field, you know, his impact was so big. 
the man of the year is named the Walter Payton Award. Oh, that's cool. And that is like a massive, massive uh, deal. And in fact, if you win that, you actually get a special patch on your jersey. Oh, really? And only one player gets it a year. So it is a... Oh, man, that's awesome. And it's all about off-the-field work, like the stuff that you would do in your community. and Like... Uh, the probably one that pops in mind first. J.J. Watt won it when okay. he raised like well something like fifty million dollars for hurricane victims in Houston. Jeez, when that ripped through there. Right. So it, it, Walter Payton, what a not not to mention obviously again fantastic football player, but him coming up playing at Jackson State, uh, you know historically black college. It, it the Walter Payton Award when it comes down to that is like a version of like the Heisman. For that level of football. Wow. Walter Payton's a really, really awesome character. Like, I knew the name, but I didn't know about all that. His son actually gave a very, very good speech when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame for him. So, wow. it, Walter Payton's a good, good... And I know that sucks up here in Vikings country. You can't talk good about a bear, but Walter Payton's... Hey, what are you going to do? That's a little bit better than that. You know, and he's been gone since 1999. Turn the page. You bet. Uh, on this... Oh, no, celebrating a birthday today, Wood. I'm a thoroughbred, that's what she said in the back of my truck bed as I was getting buzzed on suds out on some backcountry road. We were Singer Big Kenny of Big and Rich. It's his birthday today. Super nice guy. Absolutely nice. Uh, just a, a great, great dude. And I'm telling you, you and I had, I don't, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, we had to do stage announcements at WeFest. Right. Right. Following Big and Rich yeah, on that. stage. And let me tell you, Big and Rich went on stage for about 60 minutes at WeFest and blew the doors off that place. That crowd looked tired when they walked off the stage, man. They rocked that place. It was such a performance. And then we get to walk out and people are just like, you know, yeah. hey, who the hell are you? <laughs> Always nice to meet a fan. <laughs> but, but to see like how that crowd was interacting with them during that show. Yep. Uh, that's something I will never forget. It was cool, too, because you're looking at two older dudes just rocking this crowd, man. It was awesome. Those guys are great entertainers. Yeah, I was about to say, you want to talk about energy. Holy cow. So he's got to be, and of course, Big Kenny's the one with the hat. Right. He's got to be, I'm going to say 56. Oh, man. He must have a good moisturizing routine because he is the age of 60 today. Dang. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, man. Uh, Also celebrating a birthday today. Anthony Kiedis. I can always get down with Red Hot Chili Peppers. This song here jams. It does. I'm not a. There's maybe three Red Hot Chili Pepper songs I like. I'm just not a big fan. It's That's just fine. it's not my thing. But that one jams right there. And, boy, and Anthony Kiedis again, a dude who is very comfortable in his own skin. <laughs> yeah. To get up and play an entire concert with just a sock over the old schwanz. I don't know how you do that, man. You're trusting some double sided tape, right? I can't even be naked in front of my wife, let alone <laughs> 30,000 people. No, Mr. Kelly, no. <laughs> That's she, for her benefit, though. <laughs> she just closed her eyes. Anthony Kiedis, Anthony Kiedis. Uh, he's got to be, I'm going to say he's uh, 61 today. Ah, there you go. Hey! Right on the nose with that oh, one there. Good. And of course, if it is your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.